Blog Talk Radio. You are tuned into page one. I am LeVar here in the Midwest, which is on the verge, I think, after this weekend of maybe starting to see early summer. (laughs) And out on the West, the person who has already seen summer because it's probably been there for like the last two months, my wonderful friend Mary, how are you? That depends on what your definition of summer is. I mean, 109 is not that bad. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to Dripping probably be partaking of 109 in the next couple of weeks, and I'm a little scared of that because I have not uh, seen triple-digit temperatures. You can cook them on the sidewalk. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, you know, have you, since you're out there, have you tried that? I'm not. No, I'm not going to try that. Are you kidding? No, I have seen it. I've seen people actually put uh, uncooked, um, like the cookie dough or brownie dough that you get out of the, like the refrigerated section, the already pre-mixed stuff, and mm-hmm. keep that in their vehicles that have been sitting out in, on the hot asphalt in the middle of the summer. So that I've seen, but no, aren't I haven't like tried least, it. Aren't you like the least bit uh, curious to see how it would cook or? I'm absolutely curious, but I'm also absolutely grossed out by the smell if it doesn't work. Uh, gotcha. So it, the smell stops me. And the oh. cleanup. I don't want to have to deal with the cleanup. Interesting. Well, you know, there's also, I think I saw on the news today, about the dangers of leaving um, hand sanitizer and hot cars. So pretty much, uh, I do believe the way that the article went was that if left in a hot car after a while, it has chemical properties in it in which it would explode. Um, so you definitely want to be careful about that. Um, yeah. Do you leave it in your glove compartment, or do you, like, have it in your purse, or do you leave it out in the car? Oh, God, I take it in my purse. Are you kidding People are steal, like breaking into cars to steal it. So no, I, it's in my purse. But just one thing it's I in don't my, understand it, why people. Me. I don't. I don't know why people are so trusting because I've seen actually uh, everything from gloves being left on uh, on the dash to mask to hand sanitizer out in the car, and I'm like, I know how we would all love it to be a perfect world, but. You're pretty much enticing someone to pretty much come and take your stuff. I don't know why people have not learned that so far. Uh, I've known somebody personally who had, in the beginning when water was hard to come by, who left a case of water in their car out in the open, and someone pretty much busted into the car to take the water, which is a little bit insane. <laughs> wow. So. 
That is insane. That's just that 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 surprises me. I mean, I get uh, if you're desperate, I get it. But I mean, are you really that desperate to commit a crime like that? I'm guessing that some know. people probably are. <laughs> right. Especially, um, I don't. You know, this has been like one of those weird uh, weeks this week. Uh, not only because it's a holiday weekend, it doesn't really feel like a holiday weekend. And generally, I think what this is kind of like almost like the, the kickoff to like the summer. But I think because of how everything has been this year, a lot of things have been uh, toned down. Um, and we'll discuss more of that uh, here in a moment. But I think now it's become sort of a thing where the Internet has bored itself. <laughs> And I think I've seen a ton of different articles uh, online, uh, everything from, you know, the best list here to, you know, things from like a long time ago where people were pretty much, I think they were doing what we used to do. And I don't feel bad anymore now for doing uh, top five lists and making you do top five five lists because little did I know that was uh, pretty much – gearing us to like where we're at now. I think I saw a list this week where someone was discussing the top TV theme songs. And I think we did a show on that, right? Yeah, we did. I thought we did. Yeah. I remember we, or maybe that was one of those things that we just talked about. We do a lot of those. We talk about something and then we're going to do that on a show. So, so I I knew we've come to a total boredom when the thing that I saw started a heated debate online. And I guess there comes a time in everyone's life when they must argue the merit of their favorite piece of Chex Mix. You heard me correct. But conversations about one of the world's greatest snack foods traditionally sparked casually between folks sharing a bag, not in the Twitter sphere, where arguments often become so heated that the fundamental character of each debater is called into question. But boy, oh boy, did it happen this week. So on May 20th, uh, a Twitter user, posted a photo of six Chex uh, Mix pieces asking the Internet which is best. The post went viral, and by 4 p.m. on May 22nd, it had amassed over 19,000 retweets, 26,000 likes. So just to remind all of you that what's in a Chex Mix bag, there's the mini breadstick, the rye rye chip, the square pretzel, the corn Chex, the wheat Chex, and the circle pretzel. Uh, So... Nuran, whose favorite, uh, personal favorite pieces are the corn and wheat checks pieces, uh, said that she only expected her friends to chime in. Instead, over 8,000 users were engaged in conversation. And <laughs> this is where we've come to. And I've heard it here on the local news this morning that a lot of people had stated that growing up they hated the rye chip but now love it. And it seems to have gotten uh, a huge, like, wave of support. Uh, One person said they still buy full bags of just the garlic rye chips. (laughs) So the question's out there this week for you. What's Mm. your favorite piece? Uh, Of Chex Mix or Gardetto? Because those are different. Chex Mix. Chex Mix. Okay. Um, I like the mall. I mean, I eat the entire bag of Chex Mix. Uh, I tend to eat the rye chips first, though. 
like I don't like go picking through. I normally just eat a grab a handful and eat what I have in my hand. But if I had to pick through, like if I was feeling particularly picky, I would eat the rice chips first. Really? Now, what was the other thing? Sometimes it's little breadstick ones. Like, I don't know what to call those ones, those little breadstick ones. I like This is mini breadstick, so that's what I've I've seen here. But what was the other bag of something that you said that you buy? Gardettos. I think I've seen those. They're basically the same thing as Chex Mix, except they don't have the Chex in them. They're basically the same thing. The Gardettos, I absolutely eat the rye chips first. Absolutely. Because mm. the Gardettos bag doesn't have, like, the Chex Mix pieces that get the get all the flavoring on them. It's about the flavoring. You know, this is where we've come to now when we're discussing <laughs> Chex Mix. Um, I don't know. I, I think if I'm a fan, I like the corn Chex. Um, Which ones are the corn chips? Are those like the dark those ones special... or the light ones? It's the light one, yes. Yeah. Okay. So it, the it's, dark I ones. Think it's... No offense to the dark ones. Those those taste burnt sometimes for me. Really? Sometimes, and I think it's a mental thing. I know it's a mental thing, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> they don't taste. I would great. think that the rye chip would taste more burnt than anything because it looks like a burned up like piece of bread <laughs> or a burnt potato chip. I think that's why I used to avoid them. Plus, those things were like, to me, they were like rock hard. So I was like, I kind of hated those. So I would kind of like bypass them if I could. I would eat them really quick or eat them like <laughs> the rest. But I like the corn chicken. Really? Got the... Yes. Couldn't stand it. Yeah. Sometimes I would bypass them. I would hope to bypass them if I like poured them out of a bag. But sometimes I used to throw them away. I know when I was younger. It's kind of like now. Where and you know one of my pet peeves, not pet peeves, but one of the things I don't like is foods that are the color blue. So when I get like <laughs> non-natural foods, non-natural blue foods, yeah, because you'd yeah. eat a blueberry. Yes, I eat a so blueberry. So it's a non-natural food. Yes, or non-natural blue food. So when I would get those candies that are blue, I would probably throw those out. So I I used to love Sour Patch Kids. And when I would get the blue one, I would leave all of those in the bag, or I would probably give them to somebody. And I pretty much would just eat the rest of them. Those are the best. <laughs> blue Sour Patch Kids were the sourest, I, see, I feel. Ugh. They probably no. weren't. They're nope. probably no, a thank steady, you. but I don't care. So no, unfortunately, I I get rid of those. So yeah, I I don't know. I, I got I a blue bag of blue M and M's. How's that? See, here's the thing. I can have a blue M and M because I know it's chocolate and it's all going the same way if I'm eating like 15 other ones. But yeah, not all at once. The entire bag <laughs> is blue. But I couldn't do it though. It's just the blue M and M I could do, but like a blue like piece of candy, yeah, I I can't do it. So. Uh, TikTok. Have you ever thought about getting one? No. I don't need to be... No. No, I don't need an obsession. No, I don't need to be trying to embarrass myself. If they said, okay, boomer, I'd probably fall into that category. I'm... No. Just, no. Well, here's the thing. Uh, 
TikTok, of course, I mean, I don't have one, and I would not in any way think about getting one because I don't do all of those different things like dancing or because uh, I think that's mostly for, like, the young kids, TikTok is. So TikTok users this week, <laughs> and like I said, we're all bored. Uh, Fox News is reporting about a new strawberry challenge on TikTok where users are extracting tiny bugs from fruit with salt water, and they're freaking out. Yeah, I hate to be the bearer of that bad news. Uh, but it says that TikTok users are freaking out over a video that uh, purports to show bugs squirming out of strawberries, which admittedly is a little freaky sounding. It's not just one video. Uh, as is the case these days, such viral videos birth entirely new trends and challenges, prompting TikTokers across the platform to try to replicate the phenomenon by submerging their own fresh strawberries in a bowl of salt water. The trend appeared to start last week after users identifying as Shane's World and Baby Adrian claimed the method resulted in bugs emerging from their strawberries following a salty soak. Uh, other users began following their lead, tagging their efforts with uh, hashtag strawberries with bugs or hashtag strawberry challenge. Many prompted similar results, with one woman even declaring she found worms in her batch. Um... Still, some observe no such bugs in their strawberries after taking the challenge, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the above TikTok users were fibbing. So, in fact, according to the Food and Drug Administration, some insect larvae, and, and I'm going to get this so wrong, uh, Drosophila flies are considered unavoidable defects in certain fruits and vegetable products, though not superficially in strawberries. The FDA has said, however, that these common bugs or bug larvae found in such produce present no health hazards if consumed. Um, <laughs> and as noted by the post, the folks at the Cloud Mountain Farm Center, which is a teaching farm in Washington State, added that those flies sometimes sting strawberries or cherries and lay their eggs inside the fruit, leaving the larva to eventually exit the fruit to, again, they say the bugs will not hurt you. Um, so credit the one time that a <laughs> – I can see your faces, I'm like saying this entire story – but credit social media. Um, so I did not know that. Did you? Yeah. You did. Actually, I did. The whole the whole FDA thing. Yeah. Hello, country girl. I know there's bugs and stuff. Are you kidding? No, they can't. It's um. How did it go? They're allowed. It's a very small amount, but it's something ridiculous like bug parts per million or whatever. So, like, you're trying to find a fly leg in uh, a bag of chips, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily going to be something that you're going to see, but it could happen. Um, Extra protein, dude. You know, you're getting protein with your strawberries. (laughs) It's only meaning the protein shake. Wasn't the protein from the strawberry enough? (laughs) There's no proteins in strawberries. Hey, there's protein in everything. Oh, there's protein and everything. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm. Well, going now, with. now you could say there definitely is because there's probably a bug in it. Everybody, are you kidding? If people realize, oh, okay, I, I, alongside this, I and now I'm going to look it up. Now while we're talking, I'm looking it up. There was a study that was <laughs> done to not too long ago. Yeah, yeah right. There was a study <laughs> not too long ago about, about like spiders or bugs that crawl into people's mouths when you when you sleep. You know, I heard about that, and I and I don't know if 
I've heard about those things, but that's that's dangerous now. I, ugh, no, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's it. Drives home the important part of actually washing your strawberries. Um, I don't know. Um, I hate to be the person that mentions uh, something that pretty much I think has been pretty much beaten to death this week. Uh, have you finished watching the rest of The Last Dance? No, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to. I was planning on doing that today and got sidetracked. So, I no, like, I have not. But it's not like, like I haven't lived through most of it, so it's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm sad. It's like now that it's over, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking – what else am I going to do on my Sunday nights now? Um, and actually, that leads me into one quick commercial for all of you. Um, actually, I do have a couple of things planned for Sunday nights, and I guess I should definitely let you know. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to, see how that like segued into something else. I'm going to like come back to that. No, I'm the king of the segue. But this upcoming Sunday, <laughs> May 24th. Uh, you can, uh, well, program will be taken over by uh, Spontaneous Radio Online, and I will be host along with DJ FX, uh, along with the entire PLM family. Spontaneous will be there. Uh, we will be joined by a couple of new members to the family, along with DJ Bliss, DJ Wahid, uh, for a PLM-exclusive radio roundtable entitled PLM Hope for Cure Coronavirus uh, which we will be discussing, talking about uh, the current state of everything that's going on, because as you know, we're all uh, scattered across the country. Um, a few of our members on the East Coast, some out on the West, and we will be talking about things that we have been seeing in our own backyard. Uh, join us on Sunday night, part one, because we're actually doing two parts of this. Part one will be this upcoming Sunday night, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 o'clock Central, uh, and then part two will be on Sunday, June the 7th, same time at 9 o'clock Eastern time. But join me up this win- this upcoming Sunday uh, for part one uh, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Now that that's over, back to what I was talking about. But now that the show is over, I kind of feel like what's next? Because there's nothing now really to do on Sunday night. Do you kind of – well, I mean – do you kind of feel that way now, like, okay, this is over, so now I need something else to watch? Do you feel, or do you have things that, you know, take up your TV time? I, I used to. I've gotten rid of cable. I've cut the cord. So a, a lot of that is now me binge-watching anyway. So I, it's, it's either background noise or it's binge-watching. So I'm not the best person to ask that question. But I know what you're saying. When I was, when I was, uh, watching satellite or cable or whatever kind of device you have, there's plenty of times when it's like it's blank. And now, I, even when I'm binge watching, it's like, oh, that show's over. Now what? I mean, people right. are watching like what Ozark? Is that what the new one is, or the the one that everybody's getting on? Is that what they're watching? I have no idea. I'm still I like don't I haven't even watched Tiger King yet, so I have no idea. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. I, I haven't watched the Tiger King either, and I'm not going to. I just I can't get myself to. But like Tiger King, Ozarks, I've heard that one. Um, the Mandalorian, shows that have seasons, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but are on streaming devices. That would do the same thing for me too. I I do remember there were shows. There were there were a few shows that. Um, when their seasons were over, it's like I was chomping at the bit to get to the next season because I didn't have something to watch that specific time with. And a lot of the time it was, it was because I was watching with someone and that was our thing. Mm-hmm. But you're a patient, you're a lot more of a patient person than I am when it comes to shows, because I think we've discussed in the past about the fact that while some of the best TV was the shows that were like on HBO or AMC and, you know, you had to wait forever to get to like season one and season two, just like I think I talked about the, you know, like with some, and I think you've mentioned to some like cartoons or uh, shows, which, you know, the last season of it was probably like two or three years ago and the next one won't be here yeah. until like another year from now. I can't really yeah, get it was into four that. Years, I, yeah. <laughs> It loses my interest after a while. I can't do that. I felt yeah, that was four years game for the one you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was four years in between season one and season two, and then it was only a year between season two and season three, and it's been two years since season three, and it's Attack on Titan, and that is an anime that I'm totally into and cannot wait until they have another season come out. But I don't know when that's going to happen because – their animations are done in um, Japan, and Japan was under lockdown, so I don't know what kind of animations they got done for the next season. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah, it's based on a manga that's written by another guy, so yeah, there's there's whole there's a whole thing. Wow. Are you a fan of, uh, I guess I would put it this way, uh, we're going to get back to Last Dance here later on, because there's something I want to talk about. But I'm, I'm going to get to some of the other topics in a moment. <laughs> um, are you a fan of when long-time characters or, uh, or like, logos are redesigned? Do you think that every once in a while these – I'll put it this way. So, sometimes. You know, I mean, sometimes, I guess. Sometimes? So the Cubs came out with a brand-new logo tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some things like that's why I said sometimes it was. I know where you're going with this. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm very traditionalist, but I mean, I get it. Like uh, even the White Sox logo has been updated a few yeah, times, it, so I mean, it does have to be. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, it really wasn't sports per se, but I was using it as an example because, I mean, you know this past year, advertising-wise, they kind of went back and redid the Mr. Peanut. They went from the old Mr. Peanut to now the little baby Mr. Peanut, which is totally stupid. But anyway, uh, the reason why I ask that is because if you are a fan of cereal, Toucan Sam, the instantly recognizable mascot who's graced boxes of Fruit Loop cereal for decades, has a new look. But fans of the cereal and a lot of people on social media aren't feeling it. Uh, the Colorful Birds redesign was first announced in early May, but people are just starting to share their thoughts on his new style. So on May 2nd, the brand shared a glimpse of the new mascot on Instagram, teasing a more cartoonish appearance to come. 
And then another short video, they gave fans a quick peek. Finally, a full illustration was released, and instead of a beak with distinctly colored sections, the new Toucan Sam has a tie-dye beak with neon colors. His formerly cool blue body has been replaced with two jarring turquoise tones, and his eyes, yeah, they look a little different. And the backlash has been brewing ever since. Commenters quickly established a <laughs> hashtag NotMyToucan campaign, posting their mostly negative thoughts about the change. <laughs> Just admit you made a mistake and bring back our friend. It's okay to make a mistake, but fix it, wrote one user. This is awful. It's like bad anime on acid, Toucan Sam. Be ashamed, wrote another. One poster simply wrote, why in the world? When reached via email, a spokesperson for Kellogg's said that this is not tied to mascot has been changed. They said they've changed them throughout the years to keep them up to date and continue to experiment with how this adventurer can best connect to today's culture people who love them. Now, Toucan Sam has been the official mascot of Fruit Loop since 1963. But, yeah, it's not getting uh, uh, the love, I think, that they expected. Is there anything out there besides your lovely Chicago Cubs that you would not want to see the logo changed? I mean, I, there's a lot of things I don't want the logo changed on. I don't want my Michigan to be changed. I like the block M, but that's been looked at. Um, what, what's another one that I just saw recently that was changing? I just had it and it was gone. It was like Toucan Sam. Oh, uh, Land of Lakes Butter. They took off the lady. Mm-hmm. Because apparently it was offensive, which, I don't I, Okay. All right. I, I can't um, it was like, it's been there for over, like, what, 70 years? We're just out here. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying Imperial should get rid of the crown. It's like, is this the part of, oh, Oh, there's so many. There's so many things. Like, I just, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think, didn't they change uh, Tony the Tiger a few years ago? Didn't they? I thought they changed yeah, it back. Yeah, they did a little bit of change to Tony the Tiger. I was like, you know, it's almost as bad when they kind of made Snap, Crackle, and Pop, like, look more, like, <laughs> you fool. I don't know. It's just, there are certain things that we expect to stay the same. And I, I get it progress time they're trying to make it a little bit more cooler because uh, a lot of these kids probably look at this thing as like how long has this been on boxes um i don't know but that's it, the thing how long has that thing been on boxes don't i mean it was it, the change for toucan sam at least in this case i, I don't like the cup logo whatever it, there's a lot of different cup logos out there i can always get an older cup logo on any of my apparel and any they call it stuff. retro and people so, love it Right, exactly. Whatever. Fine. Done. I'm okay with that. Like, whatever. It happens. Toucan Sam, that's not like an update. That's not like a, hey, we're making the C just a little bit different. And instead of having the, the cubby bear have a face, we're having the whole thing or whatever. This is a complete change in style. It went from a more 3D feel of animation to, or to artistic whatever to very anime, like Simpsons, that one Simpsons episode where he has the stroke, that kind of anime. Like it's not, it's it's not right. It's not it's not a Homer Simpson kind of thing. Like don't like that's 
it's so bad. It's so you, bad. You remember the Simpsons episodes when they were on the Tracy Ullman show? How crude those drawings were compared to like when it finally reached TV. Right, but this is not even like that's not even like if it went like from that to this, and that's how Two Can Sam happened. Fine, but that's not it. This is like going from the Tracy Ullman pictures to the pictures of uh, Mr. Wasn't it, it wasn't like Mr. Toilet or whatever the hell Mr. Sparkle. It went from that to Mr. Sparkle. It was just, just, just there's no like in between, and it's like come on. So yeah, I I mean I two can don't be messing with my that's like the smacks turning the frog into a I don't know a turtle just because they're kind of the same. This is not right. Don't mess with my stuff, man. <laughs> just follow my news. That's my cereal. <laughs> I'm, I'm very I'm very protective of my cereal, man. <laughs> Lucky charms. And it's so funny now because I remember back in the day. What was the one thing when we ate cereal? We always read the box. It was like that was our reading. Yeah. We read the phone. We read the box of cereal. We could read it every morning. It'd be the same thing. Nothing changed. We read the box of cereal. <laughs> I love it when the box of cereal had the games on the back. It's the same stinking games, and you found the same stinking words, but every morning, man. I still do it. I still <laughs> read the back of the box. <laughs> I love and that. Yes, I still I still buy cereal that has games on the back of the box. Like I am not I'm not an adult like raisin not raisin brand because I like raisin brand but um um what is that like brand flakes brand no uh, I don't know whatever they are you know what I'm talking about I'm not I that know. kind of cereal person give me my Tony the Tiger <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know what? I haven't eaten cereal in over, ooh, it's been over probably 14 years since I've last eaten cereal. You're missing out, dude. Cereal's good, and you don't even need to put milk on it. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, it's because I don't really like milk. And the thing was is that I tried with cereal, and I just couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. So, yeah, Sorry. I never liked fruity cereals like Fruity Pebbles or like uh, anything with marshmallows in it. I always ate either Frosted Flakes um, or I had Chex. Mm. I'm not a big fan of the marshmallows because marshmallows are gross in cereal. Yeah, I never liked anything that turned the color of the milk of my cereal. (laughs) Oh, I don't mind that if it's chalky milk, man, like chocolate milk. Like chocolate, like cocoa pebbles. Oh yeah, uh, that's yeah. some good stuff right there. <laughs> Come on, cocoa I'll, pebbles. That is like an absolute good. I'll I'll let but, you, yeah. you uh, have my share, but uh, no, I can't eat cereal anymore. <laughs> I could do maybe Frosted like I don't know if anybody knows of a better thing. I mean, I usually now do like the breakfast bars or something like that. I, I can't do like cereal, cereal. So sorry. <laughs> By the way, we are at the uh, halfway mark. This is page one. I'm Lavar. That's Barry. That you also here as well. Uh, here with you on this Friday night, day weekend. Um, hopefully, all of you have a safe and wonderful Memorial Day holiday. And like I said, it's one of those things where it's uh, you know kind of like a, a subdued holiday this year with everything that's been kind of going on. And I think before we get off the topic, are you still going to barbecue? 
Yeah, you know what? No, I actually will not probably because um what? No, because of the weather here. It's supposed to be so funny at different points and we don't know when it's going to be uh so I cannot Yeah. Oh man, what are you talking? Like barbecue come on. You are like the bar- barbecue master. Uh yeah. Try to be anyway. I, hopefully at this point I will. If I if I have a last minute change of heart, I might get out there and maybe get try and beat the rain, but I might try and do it really early, but we'll see. Um one thing I was gonna say before we get off the topic of logos, I today oh god, I was so 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 hurt. I know the person that's involved is not gonna be probably listening to the show. But um I am going to see some dear friends of mine in the next couple of weeks, and uh, one of them is a Cubs fan. And while I got something for one of one of them, I didn't get something for the other, and I was like, well, let me go and try and see what I can find. And while I was at the store today, uh, being here in Chicago, of course, there is Cubs logo stuff in quite a few places. So I decided to be the nice guy and put some money on uh, a Cubs, a nice little Cubs koozie. And um, also I bought uh, them this really nice Cubs key ring. And I can't tell you, as a Sox fan, <laughs> that hurts spending money it on hurts. Cubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I guess I know my what question out there is that if you know someone that is an opposite fan of your favorite sports team, did it ever hurt you to buy uh, something for them of your arch nemesis? Like, you know, here in the Midwest, even for anybody in Chicago, anybody in Minnesota, it would hurt to buy something for somebody who is a Packer fan. It's a waste of money. For sure, people in the state of Michigan would not like to buy anything for somebody that they know in Ohio. Um, just like Texas and Oklahoma, uh, I'm pretty sure. But have you ever had to do that, and did it hurt when you bought it? Oh, please don't ask me that question. You know the answer to that question. Yes. I know the answer yes. to that question. <laughs> I have, and it hurt so much. But I'm trying to get into heaven, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I keep tell, telling everybody. I'm trying to get into heaven. That's why I'm doing it. I'm 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 going to grip my teeth and bear. But yes, yes, it hurts so much. It hurts so much. I have um one of a uh, family friend of in this area um, is uh, the whole family are Ohio State people. And uh, yeah, yeah. But to counterbalance that um, for presents for me, they have had to grit their teeth and buy me Michigan stuff. So it's been a back and forth. So it's kind of, it's it's a nice little like nod <laughs> when we do it. But now did you like tell them, hey, because I had to get you something like that, me Michigan stuff, or was that just like automatic? Oh, you know? no. It's automatic. It's automatic. But normally when that gets opened and it's from, they know who it's from. Like, it's not like we hide who, who we're, we're adults. We don't have that. Like, oh, that's from the Blank family. Uh, we're adults. We know who bought it. And they're full on. They're full on aware. Uh, the most recent purchase was a gnome. 
for their garden, which they have proudly displayed. Um, but when, when it was open, they giggled and they said, wow, that must have hurt. And I'm like, yep, but I'm trying to get in heaven. So, And then I opened up my gift at the same time. It was over Christmas. And they had bought me a Michigan sweatshirt, a very nice one, too. I'm like, I'm very, I'm very happy with the purchase. I have worn it a few times. Um, but, yeah, so it just happens. We know that's something that and, – and we're also um, – we're friendly rivals. We, you know, like we go to each other's homes and watch the games um, in November, and normally I'm the one crying and kicking people out. But, you know, <laughs> we do watch, and then we do give each other a good razzing. I think it just really depends on the friend that you have. Got you. If you're good enough friends with somebody, you can – it still hurts. It hurts to spend money on, on any of that stuff. I, buying Packers stuff hurts. I had to <laughs> once. And I actually didn't even touch it. I was like, no, you need to put that in that bag. I was like, can you just grab those fuzzy socks right there, and I'll pay for it, and you can put it in the bag. I'm not going to touch it. And it was – yeah, that was the hardest thing. Wait, how did you get it to the front of the store to get to checkout then? Oh, no, I had the person come and help me. Oh. I was like, excuse me, can I get some help here? <laughs> See, that I can do that because I'm a girl. So I can do the whole, like, I don't know sports thing. I'm trying to find this. And then when they point it out, I'm like, oh, can you just take it to the front? I'm going to bring all my other stuff. I don't have to play this. Shoot. You know what? While we things just rolling off my brain today. While we're on the topic of sports jerseys, is it wrong? I don't know because here's the thing. I guess there's some type of unwritten rule of etiquette uh, or whatever. But I have seen uh, a few times where people get on. Uh, probably not younger people, but older people who wear jerseys with uh, custom names on the back. Or like me, I had a Sox jersey. Heck, if I'm spending that much money and the lettering is, like, free, I'm putting my name on that thing, (laughs) my favorite number. And I've seen where people have – you know, said, oh, you know, it's an older person wearing a jersey with the name on the back and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, since when has this become so bad? I mean, if it's my jersey and I want to put my name on the back, it's not, is there like some unwritten rule that I don't know about? Even as a sports fan, I've seen this for years where people have said something, but, you know, I get it buying a jersey of, like, your favorite player. But nowadays, let's face it, Unless it was the goal in there probably 15 years ago, your favorite player probably will not be there beyond five years. As all of these younger players now find jumping back and forth between teams like the end thing. So I'm not going to probably invest in a jersey of someone who, you know, I know unless they're locked up in a 10-year deal, is not going to be around that long. Am I wrong? I don't think so. Why do people think that's wrong? I've seen that like joked about from time to time, and I saw it again earlier today where uh, someone was talking about uh, they were joking about were wrong, and then one of the things that was wrong with society was uh, older person wearing a jersey with their uh, 
name on the back. And it's not the first time I've heard that. And I was like, well, why is that so wrong? I mean, if I pay good money for that jersey and I want to put my name on it, whether it's a Bulls jersey or whether being in the Midwest, whether it's that or a Sox jersey or a Bears jersey, Bears jersey probably not because I'm probably going to have you know, either a Peyton jersey or an Urlacher jersey. But Well, with Bears jerseys, the early Bears jerseys didn't have names anyway. Yeah, they didn't have names anyway. But if it's yeah. a customizable jersey and I'm spending that money on it, I don't see anything wrong with putting my name on a jersey. Mm-hmm. I really don't. But I don't see it either. You also have a pretty, um, no offense, like don't take this wrong, but you do have a common, more common last name. Like, so it could be, like, people might look at it and just go, oh, and oh, I don't know that player, but okay, and not think too much about it. The more, I think the hard fan would know. <laughs> right, well, yeah, but then usually those fan, those people are going to be like, yeah, you got your own jersey and looking good, you know, as long as you're not swiping somebody's number, you know. Well, I mean, like, it, if you went and got a Bears jersey and put down 34, and then put your last name on there, then I'd be like, uh, no. Good try. <laughs> what if 34 no. was my favorite number, or what if it was the number that I wore in Pee Wee football? Then keep your name off of it. <laughs> if it's somebody like that, no. That, that's 10. No. No. That's like wearing 23, LeBron James, that's like 23 and putting your name on it, James, instead of having it be Jordan. I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> I'm going to get to that in the next couple of minutes because I know where you're going with that. But, uh, yeah. yeah I, don't, I, mean, that, but no, I, mean, I don't see the point. I mean, if you're paying for it, I don't see the point that I don't see how that's wrong. If you're paying for it, that's your money, dude. I see plenty of people that have their – and then they wear them to stuff like Disneyland where they have, like, everybody's got the same last name on their back, you know, with all their different numbers. Okay, that's a family. I don't think so. It would be okay if it were a family setting. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying it's okay to do whatever. I'm just giving you a hard time because I know you're a Bears fan. (laughs) So that's the only time I'm giving you a hard time. But no, anything. I think any kind of if it's your team, it's your and you want that jersey, unless you are specifically going out there and getting. Like, I would absolutely kill for a Woodson jersey from when he was playing at Michigan, a Michigan Woodson jersey, not the Green Bay one. But that's, I think, impossible now. I want to say close to impossible uh, unless I have it customized because I don't think they actually make them. Oh. I don't think they actually make them. That's I'm having a hard time finding anything uh, with like any of the football jerseys, like across the board, regardless of number or name. Um, but yeah, if you spend the money for it, put your name on it. If you don't want to put your name on it, don't. I don't care. Shoot. Why do I care? That's your clothes. Wait, so they're not making any Michigan jerseys, is what you're saying, or? Are they- no, I don't think they're making any Michigan. They're not making any Michigan football jerseys for their specific team members that went off and were big. So Brady, um, Woodson, some of the other ones that are out there. 
Like, I have a football jersey, but it's a plain football jersey. There's no number or name on it. Gotcha. 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 Though there's talk that I think next year they are supposed to be doing a nine-part series on Tom Brady for 30 for 30 ideas. Yeah, that one they, they can do without. He's not my fit. Uh, really quick, uh, before I get into a couple other things, just taking a look at some of the top trending things on Twitter tonight. Uh, Doja Cat, <laughs> who probably has like one of the most popular songs out at the moment, um, and especially something that a lot of people use on TikTok, of which you're not familiar, um, is <laughs> trending number one. Um I guess, uh, oh, oh, well, there's a reason she's trending. I'm not going to get into it. Um, Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, Now I'm pulling up my Twitter. Yeah, so there's a reason she's uh, trending right now. Um, Not going to go into that. That's a different story for a different day. Uh, Also trending uh, tonight, Patrick Ewing. Uh, he is trending because he has tested positive for COVID-19, so we do wish him the best. Um, he wanted to share his diagnosis uh, to emphasize to others how serious this virus is, and uh, so our best wishes to him. Also trending tonight, Cherry Garcia. Cherry Garcia, not Jerry. Uh, once again, show, goes to show how bored we are, uh, where we are talking about our favorite Ben and Jerry's flavors. And um, so, yeah. Um, never had Cherry Garcia. Never really was a fan of, like, cherry ice cream. Uh, I always liked the the one with the cookie pieces in it, which was actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Half-baked is trending. Um <laughs> Don't want to know about that one. Yeah, I guess there's a bunch of people that are bored tonight. We all know what they're doing. And a bunch of, yeah, now all of a sudden it's a bunch of Ben and Jerry's flavors. So not only was Cherry Garcia trending, uh, you also had Half-Baked, Chunky Monkey, uh, Americone Dream, Fish Food, Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of those are all trending. So we all know what everybody's doing tonight. Also trending on. Ice cream. Yeah. Uh, also trending on Twitter tonight is a little bit of breaking news. The Associated Press is reporting this evening that the car rental company Hertz has filed for bankruptcy protection, uh, pushed by debt in the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Hertz also operates the Dollar, Thrifty, and Firefly brands. Um, so you're going to be definitely keeping an eye on that. And in a lot of the wrestling world, because tonight is Friday night at SmackDown, so a lot of those things are trending as well. So that's the latest on what's trending on Twitter. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you look at Doja Cat, you can see why it's kind of trending. <laughs> um, that's going to be trending for a little bit. Nice song. It's catchy beat. Um, so, yeah. You know, I feel like I'm so behind with music. Um, this is like one of those weird years because we're talking about, you know, award season next year and I was gonna and I was thinking to myself how in the heck can you really do an award season when this is the biggest weekend or was supposed to be the biggest weekend for movies (laughs) 
because Memorial Day, you know, weekend usually kicked off the summer movie season, and there's really no movies to come out. Uh, how that changes and when the movie theaters were actually open back up, I don't know. And it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I think the bulk of them, you're going to get deluged by a lot of them probably late in the year. And then a lot of them that you were expecting this year, I think, have all been moved to next year. So <laughs> if somebody comes out, somebody's got to come out with one heck of a performance to probably, like, really earn an Oscar this year. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting, though. Um, so those are things that are trending. Uh, but I want to get back one more time before we leave tonight because you and I both talked about it. I know that you are a sports fan. And... Uh, one of the things with the last dance <laughs> in the wrap-up of everything is that ESPN came out with a ranking of the top 74 NBA players of all time. Uh, you and I both talked about uh, the top 10 list, and the top 10 that they had in order at number 10 was Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, number 9 was Kobe Bryant. Uh, number 8, Tim Duncan. At number 7, Larry Bird. At six, Wilt Chamberlain. Number five was Magic Johnson. Number four was Bill Russell. Number three was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number two, LeBron James. And number one, Michael Jordan. As soon as I told you that list, I think if I was standing right in front of you at that time, I probably could have seen the smoke coming from your ears. Do you (laughs) agree or disagree with the list? And who would you move around? There's a lot of movement. I will do it that way. I don't necessarily disagree with the entire list, but there's some movement there. There's a lot of movement there. I'm sorry. There's number two needs to be moved. LeBron James does not need to be number two. And nothing against the guy. He's, he's obviously done well for himself and for the teams that he's played on. With that being said, um, if we're going with, like, overall success on top of sports success, definitely, definitely, definitely needs to be moved. Um, Kobe Bryant needs to be moved up. Uh, Bill Russell needs to be moved up. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar needs to be moved up, I think. Where was Kareem? Kareem was four, at, right? Yeah, well, no, Kareem was at number three. Oh, then he could stay at three. I mean, would you I, put it to, you said? There's debate. What? Who would you put it to, then? Russell. I put Kobe at four. You know, that's where I had him. I said he is still top five all time. I would put him there two is a little high. I think LeBron's, I mean, like, I think LeBron is up in the top ten, but I don't think he's top five. I don't think he's top five. Like, I think he is only because he is a once-in-a-generation athlete who is definitely in this new style of the NBA. You can't – I know people are – and this is where I know the argument's going to be because everybody's going to say, well, he's been to all these finals and he's lost. But the thing is, is that he still got to him, and he got to him with some pretty bold yeah. Because if it wasn't yeah. for him – they wouldn't have made it. And I think Magic Johnson And that's said what I'm it. saying. He's not not talented. He deserves to be up there. Five, maybe. I would put him at six because he's also going up against legends. Like, he's, I don't know that he's legendary yet. Does that make sense? Like, what would it take for him to be legendary? 
He's been around for quite a while. What would it take for him to be legendary? Something more outside of the out of outside of basketball, maybe. Really? I think so. I mean, like there's a lot way? of things that he's doing. I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, and he's that's the part that I'm struggling with. <laughs> the man's open to school. Why could you to do that? No, I know. I know. I'm not saying that he's not a, I'm not saying he's not a philanthropist. I'm saying when I think Michael Jordan, I don't just think basketball. When I think when I think Magic Johnson, I don't think just basketball. When I think Kobe Bryant, I don't think just basketball. That's uh, when I think LeBron James, all I think is basketball, and that's what's keeping him out of the top five for me. Like, so do you I don't. Think that he either needs to uh, toot his own horn a little bit more on all the stuff that he's done. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he needs a better I, – I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because of everything else. Everybody's like, he's the greatest of all time, and he beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one. <laughs> and then I got tired of hearing that whole crap, and then King James and all of that. And, and I know he does other things. I know he does. I'm not, I'm not oblivious to it. I just don't know that I don't – that's not the first thing I think of. When I think of Michael Jordan is the best example I can think of right now. When I think Michael Jordan, the first thing is obviously, like the first thing is basketball, of course. But Michael Jordan is also shoes. He's also, like, he changed the way that sports personalities advertise, um, how they were promoted, uh, their apparel. He has a production company. He has, you know, golf stuff, which is outside of his, his sport. There's so many other things that are going on there that it's not like I don't just go Michael Jordan, basketball, Wolf. That's not the only thing I think. Same with Kobe. I mean, Kobe's got an Oscar or an Emmy. But here's the thing. This is almost like the darn if you do, darn if you don't. Because I think if he did that, people would hate him more. If he did the same thing that Michael Jordan was, people would hate him more. And I think only because Absolutely. there's so many people who are protective of Michael Jordan being the greatest of all time, me included, because I am, you know, a Chicagoan through and through and think that he is the greatest, and everybody else that comes along is going to be second or third. But a few years ago, I felt the same way you did, and here's why I kind of changed. Because LeBron's doing it from a way, and I'm not saying LeBron would beat Michael one-on-one because I think that Michael will probably still sink the game-winning shot over, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have, Even at this age, yes. Yeah, I thought about it more, and I think people hate LeBron only because of that decision that he made a few years back, because it was made of such a big deal, and being, quote, jumping to a super team to win a ring, let's get that over that he wasn't the first one to do that, because people were doing it since the mid-90s when Clyde Drexler left Portland to go to Houston, so let's Mm -hmm. stop right there, but in all the other senses here, is that LeBron has done things to me where he's gained my respect more so from a humanitarian standpoint, something that Michael Jordan didn't do. And while there was a lot of things going on around Michael, of course he had to kind of like tiptoe and sidestep through it and not really get, get to sit on the fence for a lot of stuff. Now in an era in which people can be a little bit more braver thanks to things or, or people such as Muhammad Ali speaking out against a lot of things, LeBron has done that. He, like I said, with the school that he's done or speaking on social issues, you know, and he also has 
his own advertising things and things that he's got on the back burner in businesses. Uh, I mean, he has what Blaze Pizza, I think he's a part of. Uh, Sprite, you know, he's got his shoe, but just because it's not the Jordans, it's not this popular. But I have a greater respect for him only because in these last few years, he's trying to build on his legacy. And not once, I think, has LeBron ever come out and said, hey, I'm better than Michael Jordan. It's us who forced that narrative on him. And when he tries to do things to be even considered in that, we still push him down a little bit. And, I, and I'm not uh-huh. saying that he deserves that and we're not pushed on him, but the thing is is that it's a different era. We have to let it lie where it lies when it comes to this, but you cannot deny that even for somebody, if they've gone to a finals as, quote, the undisputed leader of that team, and they, they've gone to finals five or six times, or seven times and lost at least four of them, you still kind of have to respect that because he's taken some really, really bad teams that should not have even, like that last Cleveland Cavaliers team that got swept by Golden State shouldn't even have been there. If it wasn't for mm-hmm. LeBron taking that team on his back, because all the rest of those guys would be a 12th man at best on some squad. And that was like his greatest legacy right there was even getting to the finals. And if it wasn't for his team pretty much, you know, because he did everything he could in game one. <laughs> when they couldn't, like, even do something simple, you could tell he was like, oh, man, well, I've done enough with this one. He tried as best as he could. Uh, I think he – And I agree with you. I agree that he deserves to be in the top ten. And I think I think it's just a question of whether or not he's four, five, or six. And and I think that's that's where the subjectivity comes in. He's in there. He's mid-ground. We know he's not top yet. You're not going to put him at two, are you? Oh, I'm not going to put him at two. I, I think four or five is probably best, and I would be okay, okay with that. Okay, so, yeah. So we're looking at we're looking at mid-range, and, it's, and that's a toss-up anyway as it is. Like, yeah. you could easily argue that Bryant deserves to be four, five, six. You could easily argue that Magic Johnson and Larry Bird are four, five, six. It's, it's really easy to just to change over who needs to be where, um, especially in that mid-level of the top ten. And it's the bad part list. is I would even push Tim Duncan out of the top ten, as much as respect if I have for Tim Duncan, but he had too quiet of a career. Who would you replace him with? I would that's think that good, Dr. J would be one. somewhere in that top ten. Dr. J would. He was pretty much like the first superstar, really, because when he came from the ABA in, 19, in the mid-'70s, you know, he was the big deal. And I really think that his game kind of doesn't get a lot of uh, people looking at it only because he won that one title. But Dr. J was Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan came in to play. You know, with the dunks and with everything else, it was Dr. J. Yeah, I mean, he was the first one to really have, you know, that popular shoe line with Converse. Everybody wore Dr. J's. He gets lost to history only because, you know, uh, of the way that the NBA evolved, you know, when Magic and Bird came along and when Jordan came along. He gets kind of pushed back. And I think, Jay, I even think in some ways if you – I could I could probably name ten players to replace Tim Duncan in that top ten, and it would all pretty much – people would probably be okay with it, which we probably might do next I, week. Dr. Jay I'd be okay with. I mean, it's a, I mean I'm, I'm hemming and hawing on that one. It's, it's – he – his – 
That would even say Akeem Olajuwon was a better center than Tim Duncan was. Akeem, now that one, yeah, I can agree with that one. <laughs> but like Dr. J, uh, uh, the game was different when he was playing. Like it, it was less physical, so it was a lot easier to be kind of showboaty. I want to say. Showboaty. Oh man. <laughs> I know, right? That's it's 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 not the words I want to use because that's not what it is. He was he was very talented, and you know I know that. That's not even what I'm trying to say, but. The, the the league that Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan were playing in was a much more physical league. They that was like people were. Well, rough. I was gonna say if that's the I case, remember watching that. They were. Rough. If that's the case, would you throw Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain out of that top ten then? And, and that's where I'm getting the if. You know, it's very <laughs> hard. It's very hard. There's a lot of good play- – and basketball, you know, it's, it's a team sport. But there are a lot of good players out there. And, and if you're taking all of history into there, yeah, Dr. J should be up there. You're right. Akeem Olajuwon, why is he not up in there? There's, there's some, uh, some more uh, recent players. Uh, what's that? Oh, God, no, I just had his name, and I could see his face, and okay. I just lost it. Okay. Eh, whatever, I'll come back to it. Curry, yes, Curry, but that's not who I was thinking of. I was thinking of I think center. He's the center. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. The guy can shoot the lights out in the gym, and he can shoot it from wherever, and it will fall in. It's insane. Right. I, I've never like seen anybody. If you're only get... picking specific things, it's, it's very hard. It's a very hard it's, list to come up with just the top ten. That's a very it's good list. Mad it's a good list. It's, it's, it's almost as maddening when somebody listed the top uh, North American hockey players recently, and they left off Patrick Kane. And I was like, "How do you leave off Patrick what? Kane?" I'm like Patrick Kane has won three Wait cups. A All the rest of these guys in the squad. Time out. They left off Kane. Yes, they left off Patrick Kane, and that's why I was like, "We need oh, to what are you show looking at? What, what game were you watching we between 2010 and 2020?" Yes, they left off Patrick Kane. <laughs> Oh my Guys, God. Guys, the human highlight exploded. machine, get them off your list. <laughs> my brain just exploded. I think we just need to do a sports show one of these times and just hash this out because this could be hours. I know we've spent hours. You know, we could do one next week. I, I actually might be more game for this. We might break this down once a week where we might do, uh, put 30 minutes to the top 10 at each sport. See, I'm getting these ideas now because this is a good way to fill the sports void and everything else in between uh, the time that sports does come back. And we'll take it and we'll break it to the North American sports, and then we might even do the best overall athlete ever out of any sport, which oh, that I can think be of. hard. No, I think there'll be a – Bo Jackson would definitely be on that list. To do two sports and the two sports that he did, I mean, that's one heck of an athlete. And people talked about how Jim Brown, who did track and did football, was, and I think he also did lacrosse, uh, which was. Did he do lacrosse? I think he did do lacrosse. Somebody, I think, mentioned that, but I have to go back and look that up. Don't tr- don't quote me on that. Um, so I'm gonna like look that up. But I thought I did hear that. But yeah, so. Um, that would be amazing if he did. That would put him further up on my list. But then, <laughs> if you're talking overall. There are a lot of good athletes. Are you taking into account, like, those athletes that ne- aren't necessarily pro, people that are like, um, <sighs> this hurts me to say, even though he's a Michigan guy, I'm, um, Michael Phelps, because Phelps. of his Olympic 
Yeah, you know what? Yes. Only because if you and think he, about what he And did. on top of that, he's working on, like, currently he's doing a lot of things with mental health. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of, like, pushing for um, that kind of research on top of, you know, making up for the fact that he got high every weekend. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I, I would agree because I watched him when he was in the last Olympics and what he did and at, his, at the age that he did it. And nobody expected him to do particular things, and he was still beating competition that was way younger than him. And the fact mm-hmm. that, you know, it's it's something that you only see once in a generation. I don't know, you know, you might have some people, but they're not going to be as prolific. And, I mean, he's just like, he could probably – it's gotten ridiculous to the point of where half the month he can wear a different gold medal. That's how many he's won. <laughs> so, yeah, I would put him on that. You know, yeah, there's a lot. So, you know what? We will definitely work on that list. We'll get that uh, pared down, and we will uh, start probably week to week here examining. We'll go part sports on page one probably on some weeks, and we'll examine our own top five or top ten from each sport, and we'll give our rationale as to why. But for now, I see we're a little bit past the time that we uh, normally sign That's why I said we could do hours of this. I know we could. Yeah, we could. It would be pretty much like hours and special shows that we could probably do and probably open up. And can you imagine if we open up the lines of people to provide their own top Oh, whatever. I mean, the arguments would be all over the place, such as it is basketball. Uh, baseball would be the same thing. There's a lot of people who already want Mike Trout in that top ten list. And I think it kind of hurts for him that we're having this, what's going on now, because uh, he's not able to add to – people already thought that he was going to be the first 700 home run hitter. I mean, not 700, 800 home run hitter. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Um, but, yeah. For now, did you have any shout-outs or anything that you wanted to do here before we wrap up this week? Oh, shout-outs. No. um, As always, you know, thank you to the first line that are out there. Hopefully people are starting to slowly get back to normal, whatever this new normal is, and uh, just maintain being good to each other. Like, it's not – specifically anyone's fault that they don't agree with what you think is going on. Remember that. Like they may they may be fifty percent in agreement with you and fifty percent agreement with someone else and that doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make them good. It makes them human. So that's the only bad thing that it's gonna say because that's what I've seen out there. But thank you to, you know, those first line people. They're doing their thing. And, of course, thank you to them. And also for this weekend, of course, don't forget that Memorial Day. And uh, once again, before someone else corrects you on it, please don't go up to someone and say, Happy Memorial Day. (laughs) Um, Because the definition of it, Memorial Day is a federal holiday for honoring and mourning military personnel who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. Uh, So definitely... Uh, we remember those this weekend for the ultimate sacrifice, and uh, we can't thank them enough. Of course, we always thank those who actively are serving as well, uh, but this weekend mm-hmm. is the rationale for that. Uh, hopefully all of you have a wonderful Memorial Day holiday. Please make it a safe one. Please continue to do what you need to do until we can pretty much do what we've always done, 
if that makes sense. Um, and, yeah, we'll be back here next Friday night. Um, of course, we came on a little bit earlier tonight, so if you're just tuning in now, we're actually about to leave. Um, <laughs> which, I know somebody's coming in like, what? You just started eight minutes ago. No, we came in a little <laughs> earlier tonight. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is actually a normal time that we would be on, and we'd probably just be starting our first topic. But we've been here for an hour now. And uh, But, no, we do thank you for tuning in, as always. And uh, got a little bit of time. Oh, you know what? Uh, before I forget, I know it's like, I always say it's the little things. This week, I kid you not, I, you know, I hate, one thing that drives me batty is with music, if there's a song that I like or I heard a long time ago, haven't been able to find it, for 10 years, I kid you not, I was looking for one particular song. It was, uh, it's an R&B more jazzed up version, and you're going to laugh, but it's R&B more jazzed up version of what was at that time the Budweiser theme song. It was done by an orchestra. It was played on urban radio throughout the 70s and 80s. Couldn't find this thing. And until, thank God for YouTube, <laughs> And I did it before. I used YouTube. Couldn't find it. And someone downloaded it to YouTube. Finally found it. Finally found it on Apple iTunes. And I have it. A 10-year odyssey. So, folks, yes, if you're looking for something. It's like Al Bundy on that Barry Wachowin episode where you couldn't find the name of that one Beatles tune. Went to all the different record mm-hmm. stores. Tried to find it. Did he finally found it? That's pretty much how I felt this week. So, yes, sometimes it is the little things that make us happy. And hopefully... <laughs> This week, you can find a little thing that makes you happy. So with that, I will say good night to you, my friend, and good night to all of you for listening. Thank you so much, and we will see you back here next week. Bye.